Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Pre-season Premier League preview, something like that. That's a rough estimation of what the podcast is going to be called. I'm your host, Ross, and with me um, is Adam. Hello. Welcome. How are you doing? Good, mate. Yeah, not bad. Not we've, bad. Also, we've also got Tom. Evening. You all right, mate? Yeah. Good. And Ryan is here. Hello. Chris is here, so Ryan makes an appearance. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> That's usually the rule. Is Chris here? No? Oh, great. I'll, I'll turn up. Great. <laughs> You're available. So what we're going to do, we're going to go through kind of our pre-season predictions, um, kind of see what we think is going to happen this, this season. A lot of it's going to be fairly obvious to you. Um, but we're going to kind of predict a few other bits and bobs. We'll go through the Premier League clubs and who they've signed and who they've released. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Should we start? Let's start with Arsenal, shall we? Last season, they finished fifth. Somehow, kind of unexpectedly, I think did quite well for them. They, I mean, it could have been a whole lot better for them. Mm-hmm. They certainly did do an Arsenal at the end of the season, but um, you know, I think they've certainly they've certainly done some good things in the window. That's that much. Well, what about what have they done? And they've signed Gabby Jesus for forty-five million pounds, uh, and they've signed um, Zinchenko as well from City for thirty-two million. Just doing all their business primarily with Manchester City. They've also signed Fabio Vieira uh, from Porto, 34 million. So they've, they've certainly spent a lot of money this summer. They've gone all in on the Arteta experiment, Adam. Is a, you've got friends of Adam, um, Arsenal connections. Are they happy? I think they're relatively happy, yeah. Um, but I think they, I always feel like they put a little bit too much stock in some of the players they've got, but they think are better than they are. Yeah. Um, there are some delicate route. Right, I'm not quite sure where Sinchenko is going to play. No, I assume in midfield. Well, no, that's the whole point, right? <laughs> you can't play everywhere. Can't play everywhere, can he? I assume he's been been made some promises that he he can play in midfield. Right. Um. As such, which of the midfielders isn't going to play? There's rumours that. One of them is, um, has been arrested. Oh, okay. We'll just say one of them. One of them, okay. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, I was about to say, should we just spend the word allegedly, just, <laughs> just to make sure? Um, which, which makes an easy position for him to play in. That's, that, if not, but the problem with the other problem they've got is their actual left-back gets injured all the time, so he's going to get get carted out to play left-back every once in a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they have made some some good signings on the face of it, haven't they? 
Yeah, they've, they've spent money quite wisely on positions they needed. Tom Drakken, they've done enough to kind of break into that top four proper, presuming Spurs um, are part of that pop, top four now. I think they've started the window well. I like the I like the signings they made. Asus is an upgrade on Lacazette, you'd say, up front. Yeah. And then Zinchenko is a good player around. He's worked with Arteta before as well, hasn't he, at City? Mm. As well, so he knows it. But yeah. the thing with Arsenal, their weakness is almost always their defensive uh, centre-backs and defensive midfielders, which are they going to bring another one in or... Because you can't just rely on Granite Zacco. He was suspended every every three or four games. Yeah, yeah true. They've not done much with that uh, that position, really. They've signed Matt Turner. I don't really know. He's a, he's a goalkeeper, so he's not going to play um, defensive midfield. He wouldn't have thought. Um, and Marquinhos from Sao Paulo? I don't really know much he's about a him. Young, he's a young winger, apparently. Okay, just what Arsenal needs. More wingers than number 10s. <laughs> don't forget that Arteta is from this pep school though, so ruling out the idea that this goalkeeper might not play as defensive midfielder, so, <laughs> so brashly is not something I'm confident we can do. No, you never know. Uh, Grandozzi go permanently to Marseille. Uh, Lacazette's left lit to join Leon on a free. Um, you've got one of their players, Tom. Zach Swanson is now a Pompey player. Never heard of him, but... No, I never, I've never heard of him until about two weeks ago, but no. <laughs> We'll see. I guess I think he's only a, a young, a young right back, centre back who can uh, be squad player, and then we'll sell on a, in a couple of years for about ten thousand pounds to Fleetwood or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I like they, the second half of the season. They showed sort of glimpses of them becoming a good side, which yeah. was annoying for me at the time because I, when they started so badly, I made a bet with Greg that they'd uh, finish in the bottom half of the Premier League and. Oh. Uh, yeah, that didn't quite go to plan, but I can see, yeah, I can see them breaking into the top four this year. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. That, that, that fourth, fifth uh, spot is going to be, it's up for grabs. Um, let's move on to a team that aren't going to get anywhere near that. Aston Villa, they've spent the summer just kicking lumps out of everyone in pre-season. Um, they've signed Coutinho permanently, 17 million. Diego Carlos has joined from Sevilla for 26 million. Um, that's their main deals, really. Uh They've let a load of those players that they signed when they came up kind of just leave. Trezeguet's gone, uh, Wesley's gone. Players of that ilk who aren't really good, were never really good enough, but they just had to sign players when they came up because they're a tiny, tiny squad. Um, to be fair, there can't be that many players left who played for Liverpool but also played for Liverpool while Stephen Gerrard was there, so you can sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's very true. Uh, they signed. Ludwig Antonsen from Sevilla on loan twice, according to the Sky Sports website. It's well, I was, yeah, I was originally thinking, like, did did he then go back out on loan? <laughs> uh, yeah, not sure hey, I've done that. Oh no, he's on. Yeah, he's on loan from Sevilla. Weird. Um, Fair yeah. finished last year, kind of just heads just above water, fourteenth, um, five points in it, in the end, ten points safe from relegation, but they weren't that's safe for that long if that makes sense they were kind of dodging around uh, floating around in that uh, relegation battle for a little bit are they going to have an improved season or kind of what, what's the ceiling for this Villa squad and with Gerard? if I remember rightly oh god let Tom go then if you're going to that wasn't me do you remember how I do this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to just talking over Chris until I get my own way <laughs> I love this Villa team Tom um, what's kind of what's their limits? Well, 
you can't really see them competing for Europe, can you? You can just see them having an average mid-table season, which is the sort of squad they've got. They've, they haven't really improved their starting eleven that much since they've um, obviously had to change the completely work, the way they play after Grealish left. Yeah. You think obviously Coutinho is a fantastic player, but he's not going to he's not going to put in a nine out of ten every game. No. And I, I, I still Mings of the captaincy today. I don't know if you've seen that. They stripped him of the captaincy today. Yeah, they've given it to um, John McGinn, the, the actual absolute thug. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it seems an odd decision. Like Mings is younger and. But Mings, def- is te- but Mings is terrible. Mings he is, is terrible. A, he's Agreed. an old yeah. footballer and shouldn't be starting for them. And they're, <laughs> never gonna, they're never going to improve on mid-table with Taro Mings at centre-back and captain, are they? And there's probably some logic to that, right, in terms of like, get the captaincy away from Mings so he now doesn't expect to start every game. <laughs> Maybe they're looking to bring in... Uh, I'm just looking at this like, Diego Carlos, he's not a defender, is he? He's a midfielder? He's a centre-back, isn't he? He's, he's a centre-back. Oh, he's yeah. a centre-back. There, so, yeah, there you go. So it's probably saying to Mings, you're not going to be starting every game. So <laughs> deal with there are it. Options um, enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, you know, obviously if you've got a captain, you tend to have to play them. So I think it's probably a smart decision to try and move things out of the squad as much as you can. Yeah. Adam, Stephen Gerard in this Villa squad. Well, I'm sure that Simon is, would listen to this and, and shout shout into the void that we're 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 wrong. But I seem to re- Remember that, as you said, their their form towards the end of the season was piss poor, and that they their a lot of their league table position is built around the the beginning of a season, which would worry me. That is, are they going to continue that trend on into into this season? Especially if you don't think they've significantly strengthened. Yeah, they only won like three of the last ten games. One one of them being against Leeds, one against Norwich. Uh, they couldn't even beat Burnley, a ten-man Burnley, um, the penultimate game of the season. So you, yeah, you look at that. Struggled. You look at that window for them and think they've still got some work to do to to pull them back from. from where, I can see sort of a fifteenth, sixteenth, like close to relegation type thing because Coutinho, you have to take out the equation because he was already there. And are the rest of the players really going to make a massive difference to that squad? Potentially yeah. not. Probably not. So, no. Um, let's move on to Bournemouth they've done really nothing they've signed Ryan Fredericks um, from West Ham and Joe Rothwell from Blackburn um, are they going to stay up that's the question Adam are they going to stay in the division um, maybe I just I don't, do we just do they get a little bit of resi- the residual credit from you think of the the plucky Bournemouth under Eddie Howe you think well they can do it again but yeah None Scott of that's Parker's probably still there, really, is it, realistically? No, it's Scott Parker and his um, bladgans that he likes to wear. And I, I don't know, he doesn't instill me with the same confidence that Eddie Howe did as a manager. I think there's plenty of poor sides there knocking around, though, who could be in this fight. Yes, there is. There's a good six six or seven teams, I think, that are uh, in trouble this year. Um, they, haven't got much, they haven't got much Premier League experience in their squad either, have they? Most, most of that side in the championship were were championship players. And yes, I'm looking forward to Dominic Solanke's three goals <laughs> in 38 this season. A new Cameron Jerome. Look at Gary Dale. One of their main centre-backs. That's, that's trouble. That's real oh, that's trouble. that's worrying. Yeah. Jefferson Lerma, good for a every week. 
I don't think it's going to go well for them this season. I think they're they're destined for the bottom three in some some order, but I, I can't see I can't see how many pick points they're going to pick up from a lot of games. Like, I think teams have strengthened, you know, and they haven't done anything yet, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd think strikers. they'd have done something by now. I mean, there's only a few a couple of weeks to go. I mean, it's like they're not even trying. Yeah, they are. Slanky, Kiefer Moore, and Jamal Lowe are their three main strikers. That's, there's that's a couple of weeks to go, enough. but there are there's a couple of weeks to go, but the window doesn't shut to the end till the end of August. Yeah. So there's actually just there's actually still the chance of like I think teams can be five games into the season still are making transfers. So that will mm. be a slight shock. But, but when you lose when you lose the first five games, is is it going to be able to attract the sort of players that you want? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It could um, be a very busy deadline day for them. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> one 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 thing I suppose that we should have pointed out at the very beginning is the fact that this isn't going to be a season like any other, is it? The, the World Cup is going to play a huge factor. Yeah, football stops for a month from the is it the second of November, basically. Yeah. Does no, it affect the November. transfer window? Is the transfer window still just staying as January? I believe so. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, January first. Yeah, the World Cup will be yeah, the World Cup will be over at that point, and Premier League will be kicked off again. So yeah, from a transfer perspective, it won't matter, will it? I guess it's gonna be a very busy Christmas. But you do have to think that there are going to be some teams, especially some of these uh, lower teams, that are going to have huge parts of their squad available to them for a month, Mm. while everyone at Man City is in. Yeah. Guitar and it's just adding Haaland just in Manchester on his own. Speaking of football, the wall. Should have chosen England. Bournemouth, <laughs> um, let's have a final decision, Brian. Well, for Bournemouth, no, they're yeah. going down. Tom? No, no chance. Down. Adam? I think they're probably going to go down. Yeah, down for me as well. Not bottom of the league. They'll be 19th. I think we all know he's going to be 20th. We'll get to them in a bit. Um, Brentford, who were kind of the surprise package last season, I suppose, but they uh, they did okay. They survived. They finished 13th, one point above Villa, a um, couple of points off mid-table. They, they weren't fantastic, but they did enough. I don't think they've, they've strengthened particularly well this summer. Um, Keen Lewis Porter is their biggest signing from Hull, £20 million. Uh, they bought Ben Mee in from Burnley. I mean, they lost Christian Eriksson. Yeah, exactly. That's the big thing, isn't it? Christian Eriksson's gone, who did pull a lot of the strings for them in that midfield. And there's talk that Ivan Tony can go as well. I would have said there's the counterpoint to what Tom was saying about Bournemouth not having very many Premier League players in in their team. Well, take a look at what Brentford did last season. Yeah. I think Brentford were that surprise because they played their same style of football. And that, you know, I think caught a lot of teams off guard because, you know, normally that doesn't happen. So I think it, first half of the season, they caught a lot of teams out. And then second half of the season, I think they did well because of Christian Eriksen. And then form sort of seemed to fall off a little bit when he wasn't, a, you know, at his best at that point. Yeah. Uh, disappointingly be safe again for me, I think. I think they'll just be fine. They'll be in that mix, I think. The second season syndrome is real, as I found out last year. They will they will struggle. Teams will have worked them out and... um. Yeah, they've not strengthened incredibly well, but we'll see how they get on without Ericsson pulling the strings. They're not, yeah, they're not bad they're signings. Gonna be that dross. They're going to be that dross in the second, in the lower half of the Premier League. Yeah. 
They are. Let's move on. Brighton. Brighton are safe because they're always just safe. They just do what they need to do. They win their nine games. They won 11 or 12 last season, which was a record for them. 12 games they won. Every other Premier League season, they've won nine games in nine games exactly. Um, so set themselves a new high benchmark. Um, they've not bought a great deal of signings in so far, but they've sold um, Basuma to Tottenham. Uh, and there's talk of the, the left back. I can never say his name, but City won him big time. Oh, Cucurella? Yeah, is that you say it? That's that's the guy I'm thinking of. I can't say his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> City, they're, they're uh, Bryant holding out for 50 million, um, which is what they want, and they're in a position where they, they can do that. There's no reason for them to sell, they're very well run and they're very financially prudent. So, if City want him, City can have to pay what they want. Yeah, I guess in, in the thing for, for Brighton is they've already made their quote unquote marquee sale this summer with mm-hmm. Basuma. Um, and they got, I don't know, Leo Ostergaard, 10 mil. I mean, you know, they've already got, they've already made more than enough money this summer that they're not going to have too much of an issue. They don't need to I wonder sell. if City will give it to them. Oh, yeah, I think they will. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Yeah. They don't need it, but you know, they, they, they can they say, here's, here's, you know, here's how much I want, give me it, and they'll give them it. It might be that it's a couple of weeks and then they start the season and think, oh, shit, we need another player. But mm. it's definitely going to happen. They're still not signed a striker. A recognised sort of good 15, 20 goal a season striker. Uh, they signed Julio Encisco from uh, Libertadad Asensunio, who uh, we all know. Let's be honest, they've him. never signed a, a 15 goal a season striker. No. Which is something they would have made for a couple of seasons. Last year, they signed um, a guy called Dennis Undav from Belgium, who was playing in the same team that. Um, Got promoted from the Belgian B team, uh, B League, and then almost won the top league first season. They signed him and loaned him back, and he was still scoring goals in the Belgian top league. So you never know. They've got someone who can score goals at least. Yeah. They're going to be safe, aren't they, Brighton? There's no worries about them. Chelsea, Ryan. Chelsea have had an interesting season because apparently anyone you want to sign, Barcelona also want to sign, but you have managed to get uh, Raheem Sterling over the line, 47.5 million. And Koulibaly for 33 million. That's a good signing. Koulibaly is a really good signing. I think, you know, it's it, it's been about five years in the making. I feel like every summer for the past six years or so, it's been, um, you know, oh, Chelsea want Koulibaly and we, it never happened. So we've wasted a few years of his career uh, in Napoli, but uh, I think he'll be a really good signing and we're, we're in desperate need of centre-backs. Um, yeah, but I, I, I would say he is certainly on upgrade on Christensen. Um, Rudiger, I think, was in the form of his life. It's always difficult to replace that type of play player, but in default, he, I think he will be a very good fit. And Sterling, I think, is also a good buy for fifty million. I don't think fifty million is actually too unreasonable. At the, at the time, I thought uh, that seems like a lot, but he's very consistent, and we do need that type of player that can actually just run at players. Um, as long as I don't see a repeat of that one clip online of <laughs> Sterling not passing to Reese James and then diving, um, I'll be a happy, happy man this season. He's, he's still only at 26, right? 27, yeah. He should be coming into his prime, in theory. Yeah. And I think Tuchel will help him as well in terms of he is, you know, n- nothing because Pep's obviously very, you know, the same. I was suggesting that Pep wasn't giving him enough. No, 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 no. no, no. I just, no, no, no I just, in, just in terms of, I think, you know, playing a certain way. Obviously, we play a little bit different to Man City. So whether it will help is, is, passing game in terms of how much he does actually try and pass to people rather than just run at people. It's going to be interesting to see if he does change his style or not. I think it'll be something to see. What does that new Chelsea front line look like then? What's the, what's the starting yeah. three come 
the first game of the season? Uh, it, I would hazard a guess to say some form of Sterling, Havertz and Pulisic with oh, Mount. Right. It probably in Havertz theory. will be a central striker. We certainly can't sign another striker. They did it when they sign it. I think Havertz is, has got all the, all the attributes to be a, a top number nine. Yeah. I think we, we people are Sterling next to him as well. You know, you know, Vern is very good next to him because of his pace, but he's terrible at shooting. Whereas <laughs> Sterling can at least score goals. So yeah. having Havertz do the knock-ons and the hold-up play and, and the linking, I think will be really useful for Sterling alongside. And then Mount can also play as a, effectively, you know, the 10 in the pocket behind him if, he, if, if that's how we do it or not. It, we still don't know if we're playing a back five or a back four, so who knows? You lost <laughs> half, you're losing half your defence, so... Yeah, if, we, if anything... If that Arsenal loss is anything to go by, we, we will not be playing back four anytime soon. So, who, so. what's the start? You don't have five defenders. Four, five uh, at a minute, yeah. We're, we've got Malang Sar. He's a top quality Premier League. <laughs> no, he's so, is Alonso gone yet or is he still there? Still there. Uh, so, it, it's primarily Christensen and Rudiger at this point, but obviously, it's very likely that Aspel Equator and Alonso will go two bars at some point in the window. Yeah. So we have got a lot of positions to fill. I'm hoping that means that Levy Colwell will get an opportunity to play some games like Chalabar did last season. Um, Chalabar what did I, actually last year. I think he filled in a gap pretty well. He played well in the finals against Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and Colwell, from what I've been told by Huddersfield fans, was very, very good for them last season. Is Chilwell back as well? He should be back on fish. He's back. Yeah, he's back now, yeah. Okay, so it's Reese James one side, Chilwell the other side, and then just a collection of... Lads so, in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> two or three lads in the middle. Fair enough. Chelsea then top top three, right? Pushing for the top two? Or not quite enough? I don't, I don't think I don't think we're close to Liverpool or City still. I think we still need some signings. Uh but I think I think top I think third's still fairly locked. We we almost threw it away and you know, just based on our, our own industry. And that's and that was with Lukaku in the team. So now that he's gone, we should have a bit more of a stress-free season. But it, it I think third's a bit of a lock in terms of the teams around us doing their usual thing like Spurs and Arsenal. But who knows? Can anyone see Chelsea anywhere else but third, Adam? Yeah, but maybe only fourth. Right. <laughs> so any chance Chelsea can push to the top two? I don't think they're going to push in top two. And I wouldn't say they're going to third either. I think Spurs and Arsenal are going to be challenging for that third spot this year, mainly. Exciting race. Um, let's move on to Crystal Palace. What have they done? They've not really done much, have they? Um, do they ever do a lot? No. There, aren't they? They signed Decoure from Lons. Uh, they signed Sam Johnston from West Ham. Uh, West Brom, sorry, as a backup keeper or maybe first choice keeper. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they've not really done a great deal. They'll just be fine, won't they? They're, they're, they're supposedly having this fantastic season last year and they got 48 points and finished banging in the middle of the table. Like it was fine, but it wasn't kind of anything special for Vieira's first year. It's just more of a continuation of what was happening with them before. No, but when he, well, you have to remember if if you cast went back to twelve months ago when he when he turned up, they'd lost like their That's entire squad. squad. Like everyone was old. <laughs> yeah, it's been a big turnaround so, there, and I think to to keep a mid table is, it, I think, was a big achievement for him last season. To be fair. Considering all the turbulence that they'd had that previous summer, as Adam said, but no kind of guarantee they... though. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Well, yeah. Nah, it'll, it'll be in the squad. It'll be in the Chelsea <laughs> squad. No ish. I send it back, can he? Um, 
Everson, Adam. Yeah. Last last season was fun. Um, <laughs> signed James Tarkowski and Ruben uh, Vinaigrette uh, from Sporting Lisbon on loan. Yeah, of course, loan and a free transfer. Uh, Richarlison's gone for sixty million pounds, which still baffles me. Um, Fabian Delft's been released. Uh, Czech Tosin's been released. Andy Lonergan yeah. has been released, which. Well, it, I- I see Sigurdsson got released. Sigurdsson's been released. He could have probably done oh, with playing last season. From prison or? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, um... he's, regi- he's registered with Mean Machine now. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a few in there. <laughs> what's, what, what's the best you can hope for with it from a full Frank Lampard season? With a decent sample of it last year. Not getting relegated? Is that, is that literally it? Is that the... Yeah, where's the hope, Ross? Come on, man. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Can, anyone, can any of you three give me the hope? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you've lost. We sold you've our lost best your player. <laughs> yeah, you've sold your best player, <laughs> and you've done nothing to sign a new one. And your other best player Bye. had a terrible season, and yeah. was injured. And Lampard's already modeling. blaming everyone but himself. If when this club gets relegated, it's not my fault. It... <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Big big season for Dominic Calvert Lewin needed. Uninspiring. Yeah, it is pretty quite uninspiring. I'm looking at the squad now, it's very thin on numbers. You're already trying to sell Deli Alley um six months after he signed. Will Seamus Coleman still be starting at right back? Almost certainly. Forever. Right, you might be going down then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the signing of um Tarkowski, he's he's a decent Premier League centre back, but well, he's an upgrade on Michael Keane, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. I'd, say so. I'd say so. The way, well, especially last season, he was all over the place. But then you could argue that the entire Everton defence was. So mm. might be something more to do with the uh, training and the leadership of that team. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how the season. No. No? Will he, will he no. quit or will he get pushed? Um, he'll get pushed. Yeah, he'll yeah. be down as a mutual decision. <laughs> yeah, I, I have put him down. Spoiler alert, as my first manager to go. Yeah, same again. So <laughs> everyone who's thought in the uh, the thing so far. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't know if he's I, a can't, favorite, I can't but... see it happen. I can't see it happens. Um, I was going terms... to, but just to just to fight that battle, maybe it, it, there's a chance it could be Stephen Gerrard, obviously, together again. One of them has to go first. It was, it yeah. seems the way. Yeah. One of them has to stay, and one of them has to go, guys. Come on. <laughs> I'm just trying to see who the, uh, the the obvious um, first manager to be fired will be. Uh, manager special was Premier League manager Frank Lampard, and then followed by Jesse Marsh. So it's going to be one of our uh, managers, Adam. The one of them's going to go first. Frank's got Excellent. the seven to two advantage currently over Jesse with nine, that nine to two. <laughs> It, is there money? I should from from what I've seen. Is there is anyone? Are you linked with anyone? Is it a case of we're just you you expecting business to be done later on in the window? I, I don't really see any like rumor. Uh, we don't get linked with anyone. No, it's just there is no money, is there? The money is gone. Is that, as I say, that is it, isn't it? You scrap yeah. right? I mean, the the left back you signed on loan was sold by Wolves because he couldn't get in their squad. I thought he was. What, what's Wolves your play. what's your point, Tom? <laughs> you've fallen so far you're getting rejects that's my point 
Ron yeah. Kenny signed for Hertha Berlin. That's an odd one. Where's that coming from? Yeah, wasn't he on loan out there? He was on loan somewhere in Germany, wasn't he? Before. Yeah. He played last season, Tom. That's how bad Trinity Scott. He played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Decent minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um, are everything going to stay up, Ryan? So I can't even remember if I put them in my, my bottom three or not, but I, I don't see where they're going to. I just I can't see where they're going to get any points from. I just you just look at that squad and you know I, I used to defend Frank, um, yeah. but I can't I just can't see it. I, you I, new Champions League. I think they get. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be either they're going to go down or it's going to be really really close again. Well, and that would be based on other teams being bad. Everything Chelsea start the season against each other at Stamford Bridge. They'll probably beat us as well, to be fair. Because <laughs> that's just how it works. Frank Rampard will be there, loving life, fist pumping and all that. Uh, yeah, God. <laughs> Tom, are Everton going to stay up? I think they'll stay up, but yeah. I think and they'll be there or there about. These things are all an indictment on the rest of the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a very similar situation to last year. I mean, season. if they're as bad as they were last year, especially defensively, then there's going to be a real struggle because you don't see a lot of goals in that that squad at the moment, that attacking lineup. Because Calvert-Lewin hasn't been that prolific in the last season. He didn't. He didn't even look like he was going to. He looks like he should be playing up front for Brighton. Mm. He's in the right <laughs> position, but he just wasn't scoring. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. He scored more than Leeds did last season. Um, and we didn't have a striker for most of the season. To be fair, um, neither did we. Calvert-Lewin was also injured. True. No, <laughs> yes, good point. He lost 21 games last year. That's mad. That's more than one of the teams that went down. Oh, yeah. We were bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was true. <laughs> fair enough. Right. Um, let's move on. Uh, Fulham. Fulham were going down, aren't they? Because Fulham always going down. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, 100%. I put the biggest oh, going down just on that logic. Yeah, yeah as same they way. always are going to go down. Yep. Tom, are they staying up? Um, I mean, it's Fulham, but. Is Mitch Rich going to score for so Fulham? Come on, Tom. Water's wet. I think, I think this might be the year they stay up. Oh, wow. Uh, who have they signed? Um, Andres, Andres Pereira, Pereira. That, doesn't, that doesn't give you that much hope. I've just 10 million for him. Oh, They've got Mbabu as well. Yeah, what happens though if... Um, but they lost Carvalho, didn't they? Yes. Their best player. And then um, Wiesa, he's gone as well. What happens, what happens if they stay up, like Tom predicts, and then Norwich Cup, and they're both in the league at the same time? That can't happen. Is <laughs> <laughs> there something in the bylaws? Yeah, yeah, that can't happen. <laughs> But the Premier League will implode. That's when the Super yeah. League will finally get approved. By <laughs> I can't blame this dross every week. I don't think I've got finishing rock bottom because it's just what they do. Midfield will score four goals and then they'll score another 40 next season. More than Solanke, though. Yes. That's the bet we want that to That could be Solanke versus Mitrovic. That's <laughs> the Asian big match up of the season. I think it's, I see that John. John Michael Seri left. Was he? Was he the guy that like everyone was bigging up to be yeah. absolutely incredible when they yeah. went up a few years ago? And he's, he's just gone, gone on. He's gone to Hull on a free. 
<laughs> I'm sure they signed him for something stupid as well, like 20 yeah, million. a lot of money on him, I think, yeah. He's a whole city tiger. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Uh, let's move on to Leeds, my team. Uh, we struggled mightily last year. So to combat that, we've sold our two best players um, and bought in a load of players from Red Bull sites, um, Salzburg and Leipzig. Um, Something so familiar here. Yeah. <laughs> Both the players we that have left have gone with our best wishes. Rafinha was always going to go to Barcelona because Deco had, had said so. And the, <laughs> he'd anointed it as such. Yeah, he, exactly. he definitely had. It was very much like Chelsea. We, we don't care about your bids. We I told Barcelona six months ago, weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I told Barcelona six months ago that he's signing. Don't don't yeah. worry, it's happening. It's fuck off. All Chelsea was kind of speed things along. So thank you for that. Um, Phillips, we could we'll never understand his way ever moved to Man City. We couldn't compete with that. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, the players we bought in, I don't know. I'm not sure. I like Tyler Adams. I like a good scrappy American. In midfield, and that's good because we bought two of them. We've got Brendan Aronson as well, um, an attacking midfielder. I like Mike Rocker, the guy from Bayern we signed, um, who was at Espanyol before they got relegated, and most teams in Spain wanted him. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure about the rest. I feel, like I, sure about the manager. The, I feel like I recognize the Sinister, whatever, Luis Sinister. He's already injured. That's fantastic. Oh, brilliant. Oh, well, yep. there you go then. I sort of recognize the name. But, He's a winger, um, um, and we don't play wingers, so I don't know why we signed him, if I'm honest. Well, he signed Dan James. Yeah, he's going to be left back more often than not this season, just you watch. But at least you've actually signed <laughs> some players and not just replaced two with two. You needed a bigger squad, didn't you? You saw that yeah. last year when, with all the injuries, and you had a bench full of kids. Yeah, because you had no well. options left. And everyone yeah. who were getting a player injured in the first half every game, at least you've got more of a squad now. You might have lost two best players going to be hard to replace but yeah, spreading it out is probably a better spreading out the money to spend on was it five or six players is probably a better approach yeah six first team players in two out and this we're still in the market for a left back and a striker as well um this charles de petlier thing just drags on and on because he wants he want to sign for AC Milan. AC Milan don't want to pay what he's valued at. We do. He doesn't want to sign for us. It's just going to run until AC Milan pay whatever um, they want and to pay, basically. Um, I think we will struggle again next year. And I've got no faith in the manager. I don't like the system he plays. It's too narrow. It leads to just massive, massive gaps, um, which doesn't fill me with confidence when Junior Firpo is one of our fullbacks and... Uh, Luke Ayling's the other, um, but Christensen, Rasmus Christensen's been brought in to play right back, so we'll see how he gets on. He's a bit of a tank. He created the most attacking opportunities from any fullback in the Champions League last year, more than Trent Alexander-Arnold, so he could be okay. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna struggle. Uh, we'll be in that relegation fight all year long, I think, until the American is fired. Um, but yeah. and Bielsa comes back, and Bielsa comes back, and all is well in the world again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Leicester have signed no one and um, <laughs> haven't really done anything apart from I mean Casper Schmeichel's leaving so that's a bit of an issue Is uh, it? for them yeah he apparently going? he's off to on Nice, nice. I think I saw. Yeah. yeah oh wow um, so that, also they, they report, could be so in trouble I also saw a rumour the other day that they were basically willing to listen to offers for anyone yeah because yeah, Chelsea went for fun oh, which but makes Chile sense he's been linked to Arsenal as well hasn't he yeah, and Manchester United. Mm. I think I saw and Leicester wanted about 50, 50 to seventy million for Fafana. Yeah, 
and really and willing to listen to offers for Madison as well. Yeah, he almost got sold last year, didn't he? To um, Arsenal just before the window closed. So strange times at Leicester. Rogers is like third favourite to be fired early on. So maybe he's stuck, not going to stick around. What's hap- what's what's happened well, in terms of because. What's happening in their finances? I thought they were relatively. I thought they were a well-run club and, and all this malarkey. Yeah, but thought, yeah. it's all. It all just seems like it's falling apart, and they weren't exactly great last season. Um, they're, they're not in Europe, are they? They certainly no. fell off from where they were, and <laughs> they've done nothing to to, to sort the squad out. And if Cash Michael was leaving, then they are yeah. hugely out of the way. Going to be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be left with Danny Ward as their main goalkeeper. Who's, I mean, he's fine, but he's he's not not Premier League uh, goalkeeper these days. Um, yeah, they finished eighth last year, so yeah, no no European football for them, so nothing else to worry about. But the, by the Premier League, but yeah, they they should have done some business. Really, you would have thought. Maybe it's a domino effect. Maybe it's going to be one big sale of like the Madison or Fafana or something like that, and then maybe that's going to give them some cash to go away and get some. Bodies in, but Tillemans has to go. He's in the last year of his contract. I forgot about Tillemans. Yeah, he's got. To, yeah, he's got to go. Yeah, as well. This is it, and he surely won't want to be playing there next season, will he? No, not everyone else is leaving. Um, Liverpool. They've signed Calvin Ramsey from Aberdeen. Uh, Darwin Nunes for around a hundred million pounds, and he's had a fantastic preseason so far. And uh, Fabio Carvalho from Fulham, um, not not a great deal of business, but a ton of money spent. Um, is it going to be enough to overtake Man City because of what Man City have done? Uh, can I mean, they win the league? Nunes is not Haaland. Like, I think that's that's pretty clear, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm intrigued because I think Nunes. I think he might be good. I don't think he's going to be the the great player that they're really t- they were touting him to be when they signed. He had um, a 27 shirt, which was Divock Origi's number as well. So, oh, so he's, uh, already, he's already spurned Chris. So Chris is upset. He's fuming. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. From what I've seen of Nunes, the goals he scored were fairly lucky from what I'd seen and been told by other Liverpool fans. And... The other clips that I'd seen, I know this is all pre-season, so you never know. But he also looked, he, he didn't look out of his depth really. But um, we'll see when the season starts. But I, I didn't actually think really that was the position they needed to potentially strengthen or look at longer term. I don't know what I'd worry about them. Midfield. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You know, you, you expect him really want depth. another body in there to you know mm. Henderson's Henderson a year Dad, a year older. Yeah, same with Thiago. Fabinho as well. I think you know. I think an extra body would have made a ton of sense in their midfield, but you can't really see who they're going for at this point. No, maybe, maybe it's going to be an increased workload from the from some of those academy kids though, because I think that they're they're highly touted, aren't they? So, yeah. so Curtis Jones gets a bit of a run out normally, doesn't he? No. Yeah, he seems to be the main one. Uh, but they've, they've sold. Uh, Minimono, he's gone to Monaco. They sold uh, Mane to Bayern for 35 million. Didn't well to get 35 million for Mane. They always do, though, don't they? They always seem to get loads of money for players. Yeah. Like, and it's not even from Bournemouth this time. I was about to say, they haven't <laughs> sold anyone to Bournemouth. 
They haven't sold anyone to Bournemouth yet. Yet, yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. Well, they've got 16 million from Forrest for Nico Williams. So maybe Forrest is the new Bournemouth. Yeah. 16? I've only just seen that. 16 million? Jesus yeah. Christ. Maybe Forrest are their new bunnies. Finish, finish the window. Transfers are dead. If you <laughs> Get out. Um, what's he going to take for Liverpool to win the league? What 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 can they do to overcome City? Injure some uh, of Man City's players. <laughs> Mon- Monkeypox outbreak in Manchester. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I genuinely don't know. I think I don't know if there's one magical signing that's going to turn it around. Either you just. And we'll obviously move on to Man City, but they just—they're just so strong. They're already it's, so strong, and they've yeah. just got stronger. It's, exactly. It's—it's—it's yeah. it's, it's hard to see where you improve. That's like the first team. Like where where do you improve the first team? Maybe an, an, another central midfielder, but yeah, they—they're going to get ninety points and not win the league again, aren't they? Yeah. That's probably how it's going to end up. They're going to be yeah. the second best team in the Premier League. When any any other year apart from last year, that squad would win it. <laughs> it be it will be interesting to see how they cope without Mane. I know that they've obviously got Diaz and he's very very good, but Mane was very very important for them, and it's going to be interesting to see how that works. Salah, who's he not going to pass to now? <laughs> who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, let's move on to City. Um, I mean, they signed Erling Haaland for 51 million. I mean, 51 million for Erling Haaland and Calvin Phillips for 50 million. Those two things shouldn't be a million pounds apart. Oh, I was about to say, no disrespect, <laughs> no disrespect to Phillips. No, right. I love Calvin but, Phillips, but oh my God. what? <laughs> that shows you that the English bias price tag thing is a joke. Absolutely. They must, they must have made a profit with the players they've sold as well. They've re- they re- they have, all, yeah. put all their money on Haaland, on Sterling. That's really good. Jesus, 45, yeah. Zinchenko. Lavia to Saints for 12 million as well. Bazunu. Bazunu. 15 million. Yeah. I disagree with anything Ryan's saying, but the biggest takeaway is more with Haaland is the fact that that clause of his contract had him undervalued by like 100 million euros. Yeah. Like, in a free market, where if there could have been some sort of bidding war, he'd have gone easily for 150 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd just taken advantage of a, a clause that any other club could have taken advantage of. But I suppose he had the pick, didn't he? He had the final say in this, and Man City's where I also as where assume he is getting paid. Well, apparently, he didn't want to break the the the, stru- the pain structure, so he's only getting the same as what. Um, De Bruyne is getting. I can't see that being true. <laughs> based Which based are, on the, admittedly, isn't little. Probably about four hundred a week. But. <laughs> yeah, the poor, the poor guy. When the, when the energy bills go up, up October, <laughs> he's going to be able to afford to stay warm. <laughs> I think you know, in terms of how much, obviously that was the thing to begin with. It was always that thing of well, it's only fifty million. It's like well, mm. when you start factoring in agent fees, his actual sign-on <laughs> bonus. All his yeah. wages and all his scoring bonuses and stuff like that. It's not a cheap deal, uh, you know, no. in total. But you never look at that. It is fifty million up front thing is is. You, is can't, really turn down, you can't turn it down though. You can't turn it down. Can't anyway. turn that, especially when if there was a chance of him going to one of the rivals in the yeah league, yeah. It's hundred percent. It had to sign it. Incredible, and I'm sure realistically, you know, I mean, he will earn the money that he's on as well. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's, he he might seem. I saw that again saying it's not a cheap deal. He might seem like a cheap deal in three years' time. Yeah, mm. yeah, and 
you, you think about all the times last season, even though they won it, obviously, the amount of times that a ball would go across the box and no one was there, the amount of chance they created where there just wasn't that that person at the end on the end of it. Um, yeah, the top scorer was Riyad Mahrez last year. Which... He, he is going to score so many goals. <laughs> Probably six against Fulham alone. What's <laughs> it? I, one one for Fulham and, I mean Norwich aren't here but he probably scored against them a couple of times because hey, uh, Nor- Norwich gave Mason Mount like really seven goals last season <laughs> he got 85 goals in 88 games for Dortmund um, <laughs> since joining from Salzburg and I mean the Bundesliga is no kind of cakewalk it is a, a tricky division to you don't just score that many goals without it's being some that, sort of phenomenon it's not just that but it's also I think the easiest of the European leagues, especially the easiest division to, to translate into the into the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, the football is very similar, very physical. Um, mm. It's like I don't, if Serie A players struggle a lot when they come here, but as German, the German league players seem to fit straight in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't think they're going to have a problem with him. No. He's got a career total of 155 goals in 200 games. He's 21 God, years rubbish. old. He's <laughs> he's an absolutely frightening prospect. The fact that he's going to have players the level of the Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, Mares, Foden, or is Wilshire. he going to have Bernardo Silva? Bernardo oh, Silva, sorry, Grealish. Well, Bernardo yeah. Silva's being linked with with a move to Barcelona. Yeah, with that infinite money pot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's promoted. Yeah, they'll still they they have a, a whole player. bunch of credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> they loans coming out of their ears. But he's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, he's going to win the Golden Boot, I think, without a doubt. I mean, yeah. Kane's going to have to go some to Kane and Son. are going to have to kind of combine goals, I think. Yeah, I was gonna say, if, they can, if they can speak to the you know the Premier League and say, can you can we just put our goals together? Because <laughs> we're such great buddies and a great partnership. Can we just put our goals together? City so scored um, 99 goals last season without him. Yeah, um, he's, he's... Without he's a striker be, for most of the year, really. He's going to be golden boot. And I can't see anyone else taking it. Uh, the, only, the only caveat I put to that is I'm not quite sure how many times Aguero won it, but you would have thought that... Mm. that Aguero would be nailed down, but also I suppose Aguero did have Injury problems, yeah, injuries, and all sorts of stuff. And then, yeah, he had a lot of other kind of Balotelli and Tevez and other strikers there. I suppose I don't really play with more than one striker now. It, and it I wonder whether his. I, I like to think that I was trying to ha- think in my head if they'd missed Sterling, but Sterling didn't pl- feature all of the time for them last season. No, he rotated a lot with Mares and, and Greenwich, the three of them, and, and Foden, <laughs> and Foden. <laughs> Uh, um, what's the point? What's the point of any other teams? Can be <laughs> what is it? Just so what's, Calvin up. Phillips, what's Calvin Phillips going to do? He's a new Fernandinho, isn't he? He's going to sit in front of the back four and just ping balls over the top for Haaland to smash in. He's going to get double figure assists this season. Is he gonna, do you think he'll play with in that more in that England role that he played as opposed to the the um, I think Pep will have him playing more like what Bielsa did because Pep's a, a Bielsa right. And but isn't that isn't that what Rodri does? Well, yeah, but I mean, 
there's no harm in rotating the two 15 million pound central midfielders that can do that is there no or, or, <laughs> or stick him at stick him at centre half yeah exactly like he's played there for Leeds he's, he's done that job I'm sure Rodri can do that job as well like, I thought just... I was thinking that he was more of a a box to box type well, that would be the role that he would play more in yeah in this team more of a uh, um, an alternative to Gundogan yeah, mm. to play as one of those eights with a lot that in that double eight position with alongside De Bruyne. I mean, he can, and like we've seen, he can do that for England. There's no reason why he couldn't do that, and it's just an, just an embarrassment of riches that City have got. Really, it's uh, like I said, what's the point in the rest of us trying to compete with this? Uh, let's move on yeah. to a team that want to compete with them but can't. It's Manchester United. They've signed Christian Eriksen, uh, Lissandro Martinez, and. Um, Tyrell Malasia, who they chased for ages, and I don't really understand. I don't watch a lot of um, Dutch football, but yeah, they've got a couple of players from Holland uh, and Christian Eriksen. Uh, Pogba's gone, Mata's gone, Lingard's gone to Forest. Ridiculously, um, Matic has left, Gavani's left, all the old guard are gone. They needed a clear out, there, didn't they? <laughs> they did. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think they're the most interesting team in the Premier League this season. Yeah, because I think that they maybe now have a manager of some sort of substance, a man with a plan, a man, and a man like a man who there's a chance where some of these players at Manchester United might actually start to improve. Because I'd love for someone to tell me who the last player was who joined Manchester United and improved. Yeah, yeah, well, Ronaldo's original run. There must be one before then. <laughs> um, since then, sorry. But it's oh. a long time, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of one. I'm, yeah, um, I'm trying to think like, yeah, this is, oh, yeah they, they'll, they'll just go there. Yeah, and, you know, and start off really well and then get terrible. Like Fernandez. I love yeah. that has gone back to okay, with um, really Roma. I like that move. Yeah. He's, he might have stepped up, I guess. I think Ten Hag will be good for them because he will have a good plan in place, but their recruitment for him has been pretty bad. You know, Martinez is a good signing. Ericsson, I think. I don't good. think it's done. Oh, no, I certainly don't think it's done. No, I certainly don't think it's done. And there, there is still a, a big twist in the tail there, right? But I don't think it'll get done either. I think that. I can't see Dion really happening ex- now at this point. Really if they signed. Anthony, I think he's he's an excellent player. I was very excited when the, watching him in the group stages of the Champions League last year. Um, they need, but the the amount of midfielders they need is just not not going to be fulfilled, <laughs> that, is it? That's their biggest their biggest worry right now, right? It's it's going to be first game of the season is still more than likely going to be McTominay and Fred. <laughs> is it not? If they signed, if they signed Dion. And if they signed one of, say, the other, the, one of the Premier League midfielders they've been linked with, say, Ruben Neves or Tillemans, you'd, you'd still think they were a midfielder at short, at least, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. That's how bad things are. Mm. They've, got, yeah, they've still got players they want to get rid of, and all. Wan Bissaka needs to go. Phil Jones is somehow still at Man United. Um, 
Martial kind of on his way out as well. Donny van der Beek, is he going to get a chance now? Possibly. Is, is Martial, it, it seemed to me from what I've seen, Martial probably might actually stick around this time. Everyone think, says he's been really good in pre-season. Yeah, I think he he might be one of those. I think this is where Ten Hag coming in could help certain players. I think people like Martial, I think Rashford might have a good chance of maybe turning things around for him, actually, under a, as well. a good manager. Um, Sancho. Yeah, I think there's a lot of players, and you're right, Adam, I think there's a lot of players that will, will probably start improving under a manager that understands football. That's some good young players. I know James Garner was really, really good uh, in the Championship last season, so he might get a chance uh, around their first-team squad as well. But yeah, um, I mean, they were 11 points off Arsenal last season. Are they going to uh, even trouble the top five? Yeah, I think they'll trouble it. Yeah? Depends what you mean by trouble it. If trouble it is a euphemism for being it, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think with the squad now, you'd say no, but... Yeah. They, they need it's going to be improved. Yeah. You, you yeah. assume it'd be improved centrally, central midfield. Right. If they sign two two really good central midfielders, you can see them challenging those top five places. What do they do with Ronaldo as well? They've got just well, a Ronaldo that doesn't want to be there. Stick around. Yeah. Generally, a tactical nightmare for someone like Tenard, but he will also score 25 goals. Well, yeah, exactly. That'll win you a couple of games. Yeah. Just that, as long as that celebration finishes this year, we do about it's not soon. Not though, is it? Uh, <laughs> Fine. No, it's going to get worse, isn't it? <laughs> it's better. Uh, let's move on to Newcastle, who've had a quiet summer. Really, they've signed Matt Sargot full time uh, for Villa, fifteen million. Nick Pope's coming from Burnley, for ten million, and then Sven Botman from Lille, thirty-five million. They've not. That's it. They've had a really. Aren't kind they of... supposed to be rich? Yeah. What's happened? They're being surprisingly sensible, aren't they? Yeah. It's almost but like they then don't think they're going to win the league like straight away <laughs> with spending 500 million in one summer. Where's Rubinho? Why haven't they signed why haven't they signed their own version of Rubinho? Yeah. Where's the bids for Kaka? Come on. <laughs> I want I want I want a player who doesn't know where he is but has had so much money shoved, shoved in front of him that he couldn't say no. Maybe that's what maybe that's what deadline day will be. Maybe we'll get another deadline yes. day. Uh, literally, uh, literally a Rubinho. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ronaldo. Talk about how happy he is to sign for Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's definitely going to be more business to be done there. I've seen Newcastle have been linked with Werner, who we're trying to bin off. I think the problem be... is everyone knows they've got so much money, uh, and that's the thing. It's easy to start asking for loads of money because we paid yeah a yeah. fair bit. Um, I think people like, I mean Nick Pope I think is actually a decent-ish signing to be fair I thought he, I always think he's been a decent goalkeeper I think that's not a bad signing um, but was goalkeeper a problem for no Dubravka was really Dubravka's had injury problems last year but he's, he's one of the best goalkeepers in the well not one <laughs> decent, out of the, yeah. out of the top teams he's been one of the best yeah. goalkeepers in the last few years yeah Bottom's I think a good that, signing Bottom's a good player but I think that, like we said about them being whoever it was who said sensible I think Tom said that that they kind of have been that under how this whole time, right? Mm. Since they got rid of since they got rid of Bruce, they haven't really been in that in seem to be in any real real problems, and no. they might ha- and I think they might have one or two like real gems there. Like I think like Saint Maximan might be a player who was good enough to be playing in a top four team, sort of. Similar mm. to Richardson, something like that. 
and Bruno as well they got last he's year. good yeah and I, he I think seems actually, very impressive at the end of last season I, I, yeah. I was impressed by him yeah I think the, the thing is they, they are almost sensible transfers even last season and they did do a lot of business in January so, to be fair and it's probably thinking do we need to go out and spend some point you know 500 million this summer when actually you know let's give Chris Wood a full season you know I think I'm sure yeah. there probably will be another couple of signings, but I, I don't, I can't see it being a, a big, massive window of 10 players coming in and how having to, that they do seem to be relatively restrained in who they're going to try and buy. It's the same as Pablo Zabala signed, signed for Roma because he could have been <laughs> a prime a prime target for them not knowing where he was. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably chaos machine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Newcastle are going to be fine. They've got a really sensible manager. They're, they're building sensibly. They're going to be all right. The, the I, think they could tra- I, think they, I think they could trouble for a top half finish. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Forest. Forest are up. Um, they won the playoffs. They've spent tons of money um, on players. That's some good business as well. They have, yeah. They've, they've, they've signed a lot of players. I mean, they signed Wayne Hennessy. I was about to say, two goalkeepers, one's good, one's very questionable. Yes. Dean Henderson could be a very good signing for them. Dean Henderson's a decent young keeper. Yeah, Lewis O'Brien from Huddersfield is a really, really good young attacking midfielder. Um, Jesse Lingard, I mean, we saw what he did when he was at West Ham. On, I on rate that, Lingard, that yeah. yeah. I do. The, the, the only thing about Lingard, I just keep seeing things, but it's like Forrest needing, you know, the bottom of the league, game 36, losing 4-0 at Old Trafford and he's dancing in the corner after school yeah. in one goal. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't know that their business has been has he's been. He's got a good. brand to protect, right? And he, he has got he's got his tick he's got his TikTok to maintain. Yeah. Uh, but I think it generally it does seem it seems like the almost classic we're going, we're up transfer window, let's splash some cash, get some Good players in. I still don't. You're looking at those players, and you, you still don't see how Neko Williams was 17 million when yeah. the other players they signed were also 17 million. <laughs> it's very much like someone said that in one negotiation, and they went, "Ah, oh, yeah, forget it. Just yeah. 17 million for everyone." Their mouths were stuck, and they couldn't adjust the transfer fee. They're not paying that for everyone. <laughs> Wait, am I the only one who thinks isn't Neko Williams like quite highly promising? Then he is quite highly rated, but I mean. Yeah, he's a Welsh forward. So it was it was a, it was a full of sixteen million for a young. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's super unreasonable. I think it's just it's just the the world we we live in now, isn't it? I think sixteen. They million. could have bought themselves a new Chris Gunter for seventeen million pounds. <laughs> so, I mean, that's fine. I'm ashamed that I'm sure sad that, they've sure lost. Sure, they're a worse um, way to spend that money. Yeah, true. I'm I'm sad they've lost Bryce Samba. He he was good fun every time I watched him. Think, in the thinking about it, that seventeen million is half of Danny Danny Drinkwater. So. <laughs> you know you are right there to be fair they've released Lewis Grabham which seems unfair because he spent most of his career trying to get them out of the championship and they finally get him out of the championship and they get it released it's really hard yeah he, he can go back to the championship for one more job yeah he probably will go to someone else that's what that's what championship teams need to do when they get to the Premier League get rid of the yeah. championship deadwood that clearly that's aren't true. good enough like the that's why Fulham and Norwich keep coming back up and down because they just keep the same team. It's still pooky after all these years. Yeah. Um, Forest, are they going to stay up? I don't think they are, fortunately. And they're a Premier League club for me because they're there when I was 12. But um, will there be one next season, Ryan? I, I put Forest as my surprise package, actually. I think... They could do the Brentford of, of, the, of the previous season. I think the, the Dean Henderson, I think, is a good signing for them. 
Um, and I think generally their business seems relatively sound. Um, and I think they, you know, with the other teams in the league that are struggling in the window and struggled last season, I think Forest actually have given themselves a really good chance of, of staying. I'm not saying he's, I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to finish top half, but I think, you know, I can see like eleven or twelve, you know, clear of clear of any mess. I think is where I can see them at this point. I would reckon the first. I'm with Ryan. I think I think I think if they start well, they could they take a bit of their momentum from the championship into it. I mean, they've got new players, new exciting players like Jesse Lingard. Might he's not going to take you into the top four of the Premier League, but he's skillful. Mm. He's got a bit of flair. Like it's what you need players to create something out of nothing. It's what championship players generally don't have. Someone you can just just win you a game in the Premier League with a bit of skill, a bit of magic. I think I, yeah. I think if they start well, I think yeah, I can see them not not even being in a relegation battle. Adam, yeah, I I generally agree. For we're boring, I know, but they're, they're going down with uh, ten points then. Lingard's <laughs> <laughs> first home game for Fulham against West Ham, which is live on Sky. There you go, Sky, do your job for you. Um, I just think that like we don't you you very rarely do you see all through. I don't know if it's ever happened if all three of the promoted teams have gone down and we've all, we've all targeted the other two. So, <laughs> as I say, Forest, Forest do seem like the best of the, the, the three at this stage. For yeah, sure. We should really be Fulham, but it's just that we know. We know <laughs> how Fulham bird, We've They're got the Fulham. burden of experience with Fulham. Yeah, yeah. We know how Mitrovic plays in the Prem. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a club, they're going to go down. Tom, Southampton. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, they've signed a player uh, in Gavin Bazunu, who was uh, on loan at Pompey last season in goal. Good keeper, but fifteen million pounds worth. Yeah, he will. He will be world class. I mean, I'm not just saying that because he was on loan here, but you could just tell he everything about his game. Like you could tell he'd been at Man City because he was so good with his feet. Right. He was confident coming out for crosses. He was built like an absolute unit as well. Like yeah, everything about him just. If he gets the right training and gets the right amount of games, then I could I can see him being like a fantastic goalkeeper. I'm really, really annoyed he's gone to Southampton. Well, Fraser Force has gone to Spurs, isn't he? So it's probably him and Alex McCarthy are the two. Oh, so he's got to be number one in surely. I really probably, was yeah. not expecting that to start off with Tom saying so po- so many positive <laughs> things about about anyone relating to Southampton. I, I thought I mean, that we just set them up to be assassinated a by him. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of their teams are part of dog shit. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shane Long's been released. He's gone to Reading. Um, did not score any goals for them instead. Um, they signed Romeo Lavia from City, who is a really highly rated central midfielder. But yeah, I mean, the, the rest of their business is kind of uninspiring. One of, my, was... one of my football manager go-tos in uh, Cop Chat. He's always one of those players that pops up in the... Ooh, I'm a mid-table team. I need to be sent it back. <laughs> ah, catch up. He's available. Um, it's terrible business. Aribo's not bad from Rangers. But finished five points off relegation last, last season. So they were pretty dross last season. So thanks. They only really, I guess, in a way, you think they got they've got a lot to thank Ward Prowse for. Really, they scored less goals than Everton and conceded more goals than Everton last season. Um, That's going to be another nine nil, right? 
They got pretty close. They got we got pretty close to giving them a nine nil this season. I think we got a seven nil last season, though. So yeah, it's what someone gets beaten around that number every year. Yeah, and I think it will be them again. <laughs> I'm sorry, Southampton. It's happening. Get on board. Do we get think? Out. Do we think Erling, Erling Haaland will score all nine of those goals? Or <laughs> I mean, him alone, yeah, could probably score the nine. So I think they'll struggle. Defensively, <laughs> I don't think. Uh... Jack Stevens and uh, whoever else they've signed to play centre back. Well, anyone uh, good they sign, they just sell on in a year or two anyway, don't they? So, yeah. Apart from Ward Prowse, just can't get rid of them. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> they didn't sign him, though, did they? He's the new uh, Matt Lissio. Hopefully not off the field as well. <laughs> yeah, but... please, not off, please not off the field. <laughs> um, are they going to stay up? I don't think they are. I think no. They're gone. I think they'll, I think they'll sneak. They'll, they'll stay up by the skin of their teeth, I think. I think they'll stay up as well. Nah. He might be gone. I think Hassan Hootel's kind of reached the limit of what he can do with him. I think he might go r- yeah, pretty early think, on. He's, he's, limit, my, limit of, he's my manager being sacked first. Okay, because I think the limit of what he can do is actually keeping them up relatively safely. No, I, He's never really been in any, da- in, in any danger in any of the other in the early of the season so far, they just... Well, played themselves into danger last season. They were only the last yeah, like, but, 10 games. But not realistic danger, right? They just No, they were already safe. But by, but by the end, by when you look at it, you're like, oh. Yeah, it was only they five points. But yeah, but they had reality, 40 points they in August. <laughs> yeah. I, think you, I think you got to think about so the, the teams around them that are going to be worse than, than them. I think there's a lot of teams that are probably going to be worse than that. Everton, Fulham included as well. You know, there's only three spots. Unfortunately, there's only three spots for teams to go down. Well, annoyingly, I predicted it spot on last year. I said they're rubbish, but they're going to stay up because there's a bit more rubbish than them in the league. So this year, I'm going to get spot on again. I'm going to go definitely in twentieth. It's fine. If I'm right two years in a row, that's great. I, I, the only damper I put on that is you just claim they signed a world class goalkeeper. I say he will be world class. Oh, uh, okay. For someone else, he's, he's, still only, he's still only about 21, and he was <laughs> playing in League One next last season, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspurs, who finished last season in fourth position. They've strengthened their team very, very well. Um, even Perisic is coming on a free transfer. Uh, they signed Basuma from Brighton, Richarlison from Everton, uh, Lenglet from Barcelona on loan, and uh, Jed Spence for £20 million um, from Middlesbrough. They've let Stephen Bergewine go. Um, they've also sold Jack Clark to London for £10 million after paying Leeds £10 million for him three years ago and never playing him, which is a great bit of business, to be honest, to recoup that money for a player they've never played. But um, Tottenham have strengthened really well, Ryan, haven't they? That must be annoying for you. Is, is this... I think actually, I mean, forgetting, I think you have to take Haaland out of the equation for this, but I think actually, I think this is actually the best business of the window in terms of overall window. Again, Haaland is always going to win that competition, yeah. I think. But actually, generally, I think that's they've done a really good job in strengthening. I mean, Perisic, for the system Conte plays, because we wanted them, and obviously similar styles, will be incredible for them, I think. Richarlison is a very, very, very good player. He's just one of those players that really annoys me because he's always like, he just he just pisses me off whenever he plays. Is he there but to just give Kane a bit of rest? Basically. I think that's, I, I think he'll no, he can do more face. than that. Yeah, more than that. And but that's why I was going to say he's such a good signing for them 
because he he can feature when Kane's there and he can feature when Kane's not there. Okay. Because he can play out wide and he can play through the middle. So he can he can do a bit of what's on Kane as well as as Kane Kane. They can all yeah. interchange with each other. In a different way. And in <laughs> terms of a player who is sort of conscious, he's just a dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he will he will get in there and, and push people's buttons and make Tottenham a bit more annoying to play against. Because I, I never think whenever you think of Tottenham, I never think you know You think you think lads it's Tottenham, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you, you well you don't think you don't think you're gonna get an absolute battering unless they've just bottled the league. You know, that, in terms of they're never really gonna get in your face that much. But I think Richardson will, will bring a little bit of that toughness to them. That I think actually will will, you know, bring out the, the, the dickhead in some, I think actually, <laughs> even though he does say that sometimes. He's got that, yeah. Don't let the people pretend he's, yeah, tell he's not that kind he's of He's definitely player. got it, but he's going he, he's gonna be allowed to be it more now. He's just got great PR. Bad. Yeah. Um, not one last year because Conte was on the verge of walking out a few weeks after he became the manager, wasn't he? And then it kind of all just clicked. I think he's yeah, clearly got the promises. I think, didn't that, I think that Conte's a bit combustible, right? And that's a little I don't think that's too dissimilar to the story that Ryan could tell you about his time at Chelsea when texting Costa no no I was thinking actually before that the game when you got I've forgotten by whom and then eventually he was like right guys can we actually play a back three and you're like okay and then you won the league oh Arsenal we were losing 3-0 at half time yeah I remember rightly and then yeah we changed to the back five and then went on to win the whole thing so (laughs) Um, I think that in Conte they have one of the best four to maybe five managers in the league now yeah, and I think that that goes for a lot. And I think that the four, the four of those five managers will end up in the, the team will be managing the teams that finish in the top four. Yeah, and no, I think I the, think the that, big thing is. Oh, sorry, Adam. I would like to say is I think they can. No, I think they're challenging Chelsea for third spot, basically. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. I think I'm, I'm saying they're going to be top four, and I think. And the the thing with these signings is that they are Conte signings. It's not like someone's acting, thinking it's not going to be for Conte, you know. And obviously, the, the system they've got uh, they've got now with the director of football and everything. I think you know they're in a really good place. Annoying. The midfield, the central midfielders they bought in just under Conte. Um, yeah. The players they've got to play. I know that they Hoiberg isn't under Conte, but they've got Hoiberg, they've got Bentoncourt, they've got Basuma. Um, yeah. There was another one they bought in in January as well. Uh, um, no, I can't remember. Don't forget Harry they Winks. Got a, He's there they've still. got a squad. They've got a squad, and they signed that. Who's the the um, the guy's name? I can't pronounce it. They had a loan from Juve. Yeah, yeah, yeah so they've signed him on a permanent now, haven't they? Mm. Like, yeah, he's not bad, is he? No, as it as it stands on paper, that that is the third best squad in the league. And it's I don't like, think, mm. Tom. And I think the thing that you don't, you, I don't look at that squad now and think Kane has to stay fit for them to compete. Exactly. Yeah, they've they've, yeah. they've yeah. strengthened exactly where they needed to. It's like it's like Conte's been playing football manager those sides. <laughs> you got the free transfers from abroad. You've got the loan deal. You've got the potential wonder kid in Spence. Yeah. And then you've you've signed one of the best players from the lower teams in the. Premier League with Imbasuma and Richarlison yeah. strengthen you further. 
He's done a really good job. There's even at the, some point, the... I, he's he's obviously captain and, and France captain, but at some point you'd have to think that in terms of their weaknesses, they're going to have to start considering replacing um, Lloris because he, he more and more story, he has. Yeah. I rate him a lot, but more and more the the guy has a clangor in him. He's only 35. That's what, yeah, they bought in Fraser Forster, who obviously isn't there to compete for number one job, but is a very, very capable backup. The token but, English yeah, backup goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah. The best job in football. Scott Carson unavailable. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, Rob yeah. Green's retired as well. Rob so Green's retired now, yes. Why would you retire from that job? Richard, <laughs> Richard Wright should yeah, still be doing it. Yeah. Richard yeah. Wright's probably still third-choice keeper somewhere in the Premier League. We just haven't noticed <laughs> Sure <laughs> yeah, why would you ever need to stop? You wouldn't do. You'd never ever get a game, but you wouldn't. Who cares? As long as you could, as long as you can put in a cross for the warm up, <laughs> <laughs> and have a good first touch when they're booting goal kicks at you and halfway. <laughs> yeah, literally your one job. Mm. <laughs> what a dream. Um, yeah, Spurs. I think we all got them comfortably finishing inside the top four. Um, West Ham are an interesting team. <laughs> um, I don't know what to make of what they've done this summer. They've signed um, a naïve eye guard from Wren for £30 million. Um, they've signed a guy from Swansea for £12 million and they've signed Ariola permanently as their new number one keeper. But I don't, I don't know. David Moyes got really pissy when we sold Phillips to Man City. He said, well, we offered them more. He's like, well, yeah, but you're West Ham, Dave. Like, <laughs> they're Man City. You've already got Declan Rice, don't be greedy. Yeah, you're already going to get a hundred. You're already going to get about a hundred million for him. So, exactly. Calm down. Declan Rice for now. Exactly. Yeah, for now. Until he's playing alongside Phillips and Manchester. Um, they signed. They signed Skamaka. Skamaka. Oh yeah, that's a new one. Yeah. The, he's a he's a out and out striker, isn't he? Mm. Which takes. Oh, so, he'll so he'll be terrible. <laughs> which takes a bit of the pressure off Antonio, who has to play every game with glass hamstrings. Yeah. <laughs> West Ham, the only team worse than Brighton at signing strikers. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty million pounds for a, a striker from Italy as well. It's it's max of a West Ham um, transfer. That well, just look at what they did with like Sebastian Air signed him for yeah. forty million, sold him for twenty million, then got sold again for forty million. So they they clearly did something right when they scouted him, just not when they actually had him. <laughs> but he was good when he first signed. Yeah. So what did they do, Tom? How did they well, how did they ruin him so quickly? <laughs> Crappy coaching, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> have the right people, clearly. It's <laughs> enough for um, Brozier from Chelsea as well, who was on loan at Saints last year, Ryan. He's not going to play for Chelsea, is he? I'd like to think uh, if, wow. if he haven't got backup strikers, I think he needs to stay. He doesn't really want to, but I can't see him going to West Ham now that's on this out and out strike. So he, his options are going to start dwindling. Yeah, um, quite quickly. But I, th- I thought it was decent. I thought it was decent enough last year. I think he would be able to offer us something um, with the <laughs> amount of games we'll have because yeah. Havertz certainly isn't going to play all of them. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I thought the whole West Ham thing under David Moyes was a bit of a flash in the pan, and then they sort of continued it on a little bit, and you're like, "Oh, this is disappointing." <laughs> but I'm still it's backing them to be. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to claim that they're a one season wonder, like how how Ross stuck with Harry Kane being one for about yeah. five years. Still, still am, mate. What's he done? What's he done? <laughs> what's he achieved? Is he, what's he won? What's he won? <laughs> Show me his trophies. 
<laughs> so West Ham finished seventh last season, two points John Man United. Um, they are in Europe. Are they in the Conference League? Is that what they're into? I'm assuming that's what it is. Yeah, so yeah, they're in the Europa Conference League, which I mean, they've got a chance of winning. I mean, it's some silverware at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know where to pitch West Ham this season. They have an odd one. Another one who are an odd one are Wolves. I don't get what Wolves do in the Premier League. They just stay in 10th position and just don't do anything. Yeah, considering really they're actually quite shit. <laughs> yes. Are you, are you saying uh, it's obvious what they do, right? They're just like a. Um, <laughs> house for young Portuguese players. Yeah. Just a way station. Check in. Yeah. Check in for a couple of seasons and then get your bigger moves somewhere else. Yeah. Well, they're big moves this summer. Um, they've signed Huang on a permanent deal from Leipzig. Um, they've signed a guy from AFC Wimbledon, a guy from Dorking Wanderers and Nathan Collins who got Burnley relegated single-handedly with his ridiculous handball uh, in the final game of the season last year. So, odd Odd transfers from Wolves this year. Um, they've let Fabio Silva go on loan to Anderlecht. That's, gonna, that's um, been a good... That's, been that's, a good imp- that's, that's improved the squad, though, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> <terrible one. laughs> um, they sold Ruben um, Vinaigrette to Sporting, who's then come back to England, uh, to Everton, on loan. Uh, Roman Sois has gone. That's a surprise one, at least. I think he, I thought he was one of their better players last year. Yeah. Did I see that Jimenez had left or my sight was come just out of touch and making that up? No, he's still uh, there. He's still there. Okay. But they, they have got some decent players like Neto's good, I'd say. Pedro yeah, Neto's they're... brilliant. He's just always injured. Yeah. That was the problem they had last year when they well, after they, they'd lost Yotta, Neto was always injured. So they were just relying and obviously him where Jimenez hadn't played as much and Fabio Silva mm-hmm. was just not good enough to be his replacement. They just Martinho can do so much in central yeah, midfield between them. They can create them. chances, but they can't create chances if no one's going to score them. Yeah, they're not. Good. I can't. I can't realistically see them still having Ruben Neves as a Wolves player on the first of September. Yeah, he needs to go, doesn't he? He's far too good for them. Far yeah. too good for them. He's only twenty-five as well. Yeah, he's been there a long time. He, 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 he was playing for them in the Championship. Yeah, he was. Gotcha. It feels like they should be more. Been far too good for them. It feels like they should be going places as a team. They should be. They should mm. be improving their squad later for a year, but they're just not really, are they? They've just sort of like stopped. They got to mid table of the Premier League and just stopped and just. Yeah, that's it. We're done. We're just sort of accepted it. They accepted they're not going to be able to get any better than that because they're they're mm. not making any like big marquee signings, are they? No, they've got. Well, a as far as as coming back from uh, Barcelona. Whatever. To come back already? I think he's back, isn't he? Yeah, I think it was a one-season loan. He was on the uh, Barca, so... Oh, I thought he'd gone permanently. I don't think they could afford to sign him along with one of the players that they've signed. Um, yeah, so he's back. To I, also don't of... think, I also don't think Wolves want to necessarily want to keep him around. No, they don't. They're trying to sell him. They're trying to sell him to Leeds. If we fucking sign him, I'll be fuming. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. He just runs up and down really fast, looking all shiny and muscly. Like, oh, he's, he's, he's not... Yeah, he's... He's always been really hyped by people. Like he was, he was touted for moves like Chelsea or Tottenham. I was like, but he's not very good. He's just, yeah. he's just an image of he runs fast and he's he doesn't score or get an assist. No, he doesn't offer anything. The end product is dreadful. At least Dan James smashes into centre backs occasionally. <laughs> like he runs really fast, but he also really pisses off Tyrone Mings twice a season. So 
I'm fine with that. Which is frustrating because imagine if if Adam Jaroy was smashing into centre back. The damage he would cause. Yeah, he's a frail whale. They're all show muscles. There's nothing there. (laughs) (laughs) They're all show muscles. That he could he could help you out in that stockroom if he wanted to, could he? (laughs) Not a chance. He's not built for it. It's back to go immediately. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Wolves. That's the Premier League. Um, uh, have, have we all got Man City win the league? Yes. Yeah. 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 Liverpool finishing second. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea and Arsenal in first. I had Chelsea third, but Chelsea Spurs. Third as well. Chelsea third. Spurs fourth. I've got Spurs third. So have I. As things stand, I've got Spurs third and Chelsea fourth. I've got Arsenal as fourth, which is a bit. <laughs> A bit, maybe a bit ambitious, but I think they might just pip Chelsea. What happens in that period of the season when they start arsling everything? Well, then, and then they stop arsling it, and then they start arsling again because there'll be at least two of those. <laughs> they well, open, they start the Premier League season on the on the uh, on the Friday against Crystal Palace. That that they has lost that is a loss all over it. Yeah, that is a loss. The Patrick Vieira inspired two 0 win. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, okay, which which three teams have we got going down? I'll start. I have got uh, I've got Forest, I've got Fulham, and I have got Southampton. Uh, uh, Tom, and uh, I've got Bournemouth, definitely. Yeah, I've got Southampton, probably, hopefully, and then <laughs> I'm sort of stuck. The third one, I think it could be. And I, I believe, I believe stupidly that Fulham are going to stay up this year. I believe Fulham and Forest are going to stay up. I think, I think Leeds might somehow stay up. I don't know why. I'm going to have to go for. I think I'm going to have to go for. Uh, I'm going to have to say, uh, it's between Palace and Brentford. For me, but I'm gonna go for. I can say either of those two. I'm gonna go for Palace. I think. Okay. Uh, Ryan. I'm stuck on the third team. I've got Fulham and Bournemouth for certain. I think I may have even put Everton in the list. Just, I just, I can't see where, where the goals and everything's coming from. I just, it's, it's gonna be so difficult for them at this point. So I think I've just said they're gonna go down. Um. Yeah, Fulham. Uh, Three Fulhams, there you go. I I find it really difficult. to. I think two of the promoted teams will go down and I think we all know that Fulham will be one of them. Yeah. I could toss a a coin for the other and and then I think there is generally about five other teams that could take that that third spot. Um, I'm going to go with Everton because... Generally, unlike Tom, with his trying to will it into existence by predicting <laughs> it, I'm gonna try and will it out of existence by predicting it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, who have you all got first manager sacked? I've got Lampard. 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 Lampard yeah, for sure. I've got, and that I've might got be it. the reason. The fact that it, if it is Lampard might be the reason we don't get that go down. So, uh, how about I switch it up? I'm gonna go. So to now you're willing it into existence again. <laughs> Gerard. Gerard, okay. 
Um, I think Lampard will be looked on favourably for a while just because he's Frank Lampard. So I reckon he'll the second will be delayed, delayed and delayed until they just can't hold off anymore. It wasn't wasn't there rumours towards the end of the season anyway that he was he was set for the boot before they before they stayed up. It seemed like it was quite close at the time before he managed to pick up a couple of random points. I think we gave him some, uh, if I remember rightly. So I, I think you can give them to us. Jordan Pickford took them from you. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, Jordan Pickford decided to turn into Ashen for the game. I remember. That. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think he will still go. I think Everton will be with the same things with Benitez. They'll see it. They'll see that things are falling apart and make and make the decision. Probably too late. Not until we've sold our best player because they don't like Frank Lampard, though. Then we'll do it. Oh yeah, yeah. only then. Yeah, Albert Lewin gone to somewhere else, Brentford. Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. Premier League gold boot winner. Harland. Got anyone other than Harland? No. Harland, yeah, it's got to be, isn't it? Yeah. Um, And yeah, how many managers will be kind of sacked slash resigned quit this summer? I've got other season, sorry. I've gone for six. I've gone for six as well, actually. You know, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it sounds it sounds sounds about right, doesn't it? I'm gonna go five. I'd, I'd say maybe four or five. Jesse Marsh for Jesse sure. Marsh immediately, yeah. Frank Lampard, <laughs> Frank Lampard, Gerrard, Lampard, who I think Brendan Rodgers maybe. Brendan Rodgers, I think he's probably now on to go at some point. And then the other two front managers, aren't they? <laughs> Well, Watford aren't in the Premier League. I was about to say, Watford would have been away. Would it be like forty? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think in terms of like Rogers, I think it will either be he's not going to be there next next season. Like it's either going to be next summer. Months, yeah, it'll either be bang on the end of the season, or he's it'll be this season as well for a really big job. Oh yeah, he's... it's gone, isn't it? I think his, yeah, his his hope of going to a bigger a bigger team is gone. He's he's certainly. So, I mean, he'd need to do something special this season and have an open to to make that happen. And I don't think it's going to. Well, in they've got no of, extra players to do it. So. In terms of the 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 top the, the top end, I think that it's not impossible to see like if Arsenal were to have a run of four, a four and a four, Arteta the the crosshairs come out for Arteta pretty quickly, quite often. Mm. Um, where is Tuchel contractually? Right? I, I was, he, uh, he never had a long contract. Did that ever get? Yeah, I think he did sign a new contract after the last summer. Um, but I was actually going to say, I think there's always a risk with Tuchel, and I think that's. I think more instead of being and Chelsea, do you know what I mean? You yeah. put those two things together. Yeah, I think. Well, I don't think. I don't think it's a case of him being sacked. I think it's actually him a case of walking away. If he doesn't, and Pochettino's available. And Pochettino's available. I think Tuchel, he's been saying a lot recently about how he's had to do loads this summer. You know, he's not just the coach of the team. He's had to do a lot with the transfer stuff and that's not really his thing. He wants to tell someone who the targets are and then they go and get them, but apparently he's had to be quite involved. I, I can certainly see a scenario where he doesn't get the players he wants this summer and we don't go off and get them in January. And whether it's the end of the season or what, I, I could see a, a scenario of him walking away. I'd like to think Todd Bowley and that lot are putting it all on to Tuchel and I'd say, this is your time to build something. 
but it is Chelsea Football Club, despite being under new ownership. Yeah, it still is Chelsea. Uh, there we go. I think that's it, boys, really. Um, we will be back with you know, scheduled programming for the season. We'll be, um, yeah, we Friday night slash Saturday mornings for extra time this season uh, because of a change in programming for Chris and the guys an extra time. Um, Ryan, Ali, Carl and Dave will be back every Monday morning with the Premier League review. Um, those boys record at like 10 o'clock on a Sunday. They're lunatics. as idiots, and, but lunatics. <laughs> um, but yes, they will be back every week with their regular, um, regular, regular weekend reviews. And I'm sure you'll hear kind of our voices pop up as well throughout the season. I'm sure I'll be on a few shows. Ryan will pop up here and there. Tom might appear Not as well Ryan. occasionally. <laughs> I've made, my, I've made my one appearance of the season now. That's it. The season I was in the start early as well. Yeah. I started, yeah, well, last, yeah, last season, I think I went on the first extra time of the year and then didn't go on until the end of the season. So. <laughs> I was about season. to say, I reckon there'll be, there'll be two to slash three episodes. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll count up the appearances throughout the season and see whether I can yeah. get my contract, automatic contract renewal. You know, so yeah. yeah. Makes more appearances than World, 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 <laughs> World Cup appearances won't count, Ryan, by the way. No, World what? Cup appearances don't count. A what? We'll be back daily. That's the news I'm announcing right now, so everyone's surprised. Uh, we'll be back daily with World Cup podcasts like we did last time. Um, they so definitely feels can. Like a, feels like a lot of work for me. I don't it does. Because I've, got my, stuff. because I've taken the first week of the World Cup off. <laughs> yeah, I need to book holiday for that, but um, I will be, uh, we'll be doing lots of podcasts uh, covering all the games from uh, Qatar and all the lovely people that are there. Um, if you want to sponsor our podcast, get in touch with us on social media at Man on the Post. I'll happily take the guitar dollar. Um, <laughs> Visit happily host the official Man on the Post. podcast. It's brought to you by Visit Guitar. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'll wear their branded shirts. It's not a problem. Um, <laughs> but yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rossbell underscore underscore. Tom, where can they find you? Find me on uh, Twitter at Alana11. Ryan? At the Ryan Goodman. And Adam is uh, at Adam SA one one, but that Twitter account is, as he likes to say, completely unmanned currently. Um, but myself and Adam will be back with some more Perfect Ten podcasts very soon. We've got some good stuff lined up there. Um, yeah, that's it. Cheers, boys. Thanks, Tom. It's all right. Thanks, Warren. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Cheers, Adam. Thank you. Until next time, always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>